You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. Mark chapter 11 and verse 23. Now, we've been speaking about, in general, about the body of truth, all right, what we term the seven applied truths that transformed the body of Christ. And over the last few weeks, we zeroed in on the law of confession and were speaking about the power of the spoken word of God. And today I want to conclude, so to speak, this part of this particular series that deals with the spoken word of God and uh, confession of God's word. And what I want to look at is seven reasons or why confession actually works. Uh, seven reasons why the confession, uh, the declaration of God's word, seven reasons why it works. Right? First of all, let's say that confession is an affirmation of something that you believe. Which means that when a person is making a confession, what that person is doing is that they are affirming something that they believe. The second is, it's a declaration of truth that you have embraced. Which is, there is truth that has come to you over the process or in the process of time, and you have embraced that particular truth, and it's a declaration of it. You believe something, and therefore you affirm that particular thing, and the reason why you affirm it is because the environment doesn't support <coughs> what you have believed. In fact, it assaults that belief system. So there has to be a constant affirmation of it. Truth that you have embraced, which is you can listen to a message like this, read a book, and discover what you call, quote-unquote, new truth, and therefore you embrace that particular thing. And so when you make a confession, you are declaring truth that you have embraced. You are giving a more earnest heed to the things that you have heard, lest at any time excuse me, <coughs> they should slip out of your you know, grasp. So you've embraced it. And so what you are doing is giving a more earnest heed onto those things by declaring the truth that you have indeed embraced. Now, what confession does is that it assists in making the word flesh. That is, what is written on the pages of the Bible, and it's written with ink. Your tongue is the pen of a ready writer, and as you declare things, God now is able to write those laws in your heart and to put them in your inward thoughts. And so what is written in ink on the pages of the Bible is now written by the Spirit of the living God on the fleshly tables of the human heart. Which means it goes from a place where you just know it to the place that you now live it. I mean, you don't have to think. 
and consciously recall truth any longer, <coughs> while you just embrace it, all right? If there's no declaration, a time can come where you have to think and mentally recall that particular truth. But once it has gotten into your system with your words, then you don't have to consciously recall. For example, I can forget. Let's say tomorrow I have an appointment at 2 p.m. I have to consciously remember that I have an appointment at 2 p.m. because I can forget that. But I can't wake up in the morning and forget I'm a man. All right? And then consciously remember that, oh, you don't behave like this, you're a man. All right? The reason is part and parcel of my DNA, part and parcel of my consciousness, part and parcel of my life. And what confession of God's word does is that the word is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, goes within your system and becomes part and parcel of your life. So without any thought, conscious thought, on your own part, you simply live out the word of God. Now, first thing I want to establish is confession doesn't work because you have gone public with it. Your confessions don't work because you have gone to say things into the ears of other people concerning what you think will happen in your life. <clears throat> A lot of people feel that if I take something that I believe and I go out there into public space, I go and meet my friends, I go and meet people and I begin to say those things out of my mouth, maybe they feel we'll put God on the spot or that, you know, that I'm practicing the principle of confession because I'm saying these things boldly, you know, before my friends and all of that. And therefore, it should work for me within my life. Now, confession doesn't work because you say it before people. The purpose of confession primarily is to say the word of God so that first and foremost, you will hear the word of God. I repeat, the purpose of confession, and we see this from these seven reasons why it works, is that you say it to your own self in order that you might hear the word of God by your own self. It is not about other people hearing the word of God for your life out of your lips. It's about you hearing the word of God and this is why it works. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible says she said within herself. Some translations say she said to herself. I will read. If the woman with the issue of blood, think about it. That when Jesus came out and said, virtue has gone out of me, somebody has touched me. And all the apostles around Jesus, all they could say was that, how can you say that somebody has touched me? Can't you see there are several people that are touching and thronging on you? Can you imagine the woman carrying what she knew, and going to meet the apostles or disciples at that time, first and foremost, <coughs> and telling them that, listen, Peter, I'm going to touch the helm of the garments of Jesus, and by that, I'm going to be made whole. They will simply have assaulted her faith. They will have called and said, listen, we have been apostles here. These things don't work like this. They will have damaged her faith and damaged something on the inside of her. 
right, if it was about going to tell people what you believe inside your heart. If you go out on a public ranting, so to speak, about what you believe inside your heart, trying to create an impression on people about yourself, or just out of sheer ignorance, what you do is that you'll just arouse a war concerning your destiny that you probably are not psychologically or mentally prepared to fight. Which means that you have to be psychologically ready for to fight. If you are not psychologically ready and mentally prepared, any fight will defeat you before you even start. Jesus said, listen, that if you go out to 10,000 and your position comes to 20,000, which means that you didn't understand the nature of the opposition. You didn't understand how strong you are not mentally and psychologically prepared for what came up against you. You will simply wave the white flag. So we have got to be psychologically and mentally prepared for that. But you can avoid a lot of unnecessary warfare by understanding that my confessions or your confessions are for you to be able to hear the word of God for yourself and by yourself because the word of God will do something in you when you listen to it coming out of your lips that will eventually lead to the realization of your destiny. So it's important that you hide what you believe about yourself within yourself. It is important that the truths that you have embraced, that those things are hidden inside your heart. The Bible says there is nothing, and Jesus said this, that a man hides that shall not be revealed. What he wasn't talking about, you hiding saints, and that you will come and make all of your life public. He's saying there is nothing a man goes consciously to go and hide, the same way a sower puts the seed into the ground and hides it in the ground, that you go and hide, that God himself, it will not take, or God will come and reveal. Which means that you didn't want to reveal it by your own self. What you did in your integrity was to go and hide it. And then it says you do that and leave the unveiling to God, and the Spirit of God in his own time will reveal those things that are hidden by you from the eyes, from the ears of men. In his own time, he will reveal it. You will see those things spring up. I mean, Jesus, when he was doing his earthly ministry, we saw him. It was hush-hush. When the demons want to come out and reveal certain things that Jesus knew about himself, that Jesus obviously believed, and that these were truths about himself that he declared, and he must have declared it to himself. He believed those things. But when demons came out, oh, son of God, son of David, said, listen, keep quiet. Came out and said, oh, have you come to Christmas? Listen, keep quiet. Those were things that were creating all of the events, but Jesus said these things must be kept away from the domain of men. So it's not about you going and sprouting out. That is not going to 
all right, produce the result that you want. There is a reason why confession actually works. We want to look at it. And we have to understand that confession, which is saying the same thing as God, is a way in which you process, right, the God-given promises to you. The things that God has told you, confession is a way in which you process all of those things, right, in your life. So, the first thing I want to say about confession is, what does it do? Why does it work? Confession is the principle which is saying it out of your mouth, through which you as an individual, you plant the word of God as a seed into the soil of your life. So what you are doing when you are first of all declaring God's word is that you are planting that word as a seed into the soil of your life. That your heart is the ground and you want to put that seed into it. For the Bible tells us that the seed of the kingdom is the word of God. And it says that God ministers seed to the sower. What's the seed? The word of God. Excuse me. He ministers it to Soham, and then the kingdom of God is as if a man, not God, will cast seed into the ground. So you want to operate in the kingdom of God, the first thing you're going to say is that when I'm making my confession, I am casting seed into the ground. The word cast there denotes forcefully putting it into the ground. The way the farmer will dig and then put the seed in, you also are plowing there getting that seed into the ground, right? Because the Bible tells us that the, uh, sorry, the kingdom of God that man will cast seed and that man will sleep and rise and the seed will spring forth and grow. He knoweth not how. For the earth of itself bringeth forth. So the seed in itself will spring forth and grow. So if a person says he has received the word that says give and it shall be given, Let's take that, and he cast that into the ground of his heart. Then that seed, that word now begins to grow on the outside. You'll find in the growth of that word that the man is propelled to give. He knows what he should give. He knows where he should give it. He knows when he should give it. Because it's the word of God that is coming out and giving expression. And then also, it also produces certain reactions from other people because it's the seed on the inside that is giving that expression. Now, and we'll look more into that. But it's first of all about planting the seed. And the reason why it has to be cast is that on the inside of yourself, your heart is already programmed. I mean, the way you see life, the, the way things happen for you naturally is the way in which your heart has been programmed. For out of it comes the issues of life. So if God comes with something great as a promise, right, and you want to put it into the soil of your heart, all right, and you start saying it, what happens is that your heart says, listen, this is different. You are bringing a foreign substance, something that is beyond my comfort zone. So you have to force it in. And that's why the scripture tells us that the word that they heard didn't profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it, that we should therefore labor, lest we fall after the same example of unbelief. For it says, he that has believed has entered. Let us labor to enter into that rest. For he that has believed has entered into the rest of God. 
So there is a labor to believe. Because once you believe, you've entered into the rest where you cease from your own works. Alright? And the Bible says the word they heard didn't profit them, not being mixed. Which means they didn't believe those things. So what you want to do is that you are not trying to persuade people on the outside. It is about an inner persuasion that God is able. The very Bible says and um, um, Abraham was fully persuaded. So the confession is not about people. I mean, I've never done those kind of things. Where someone just has some cliches. You know, I'm a success going somewhere to erupt. I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Things that it is truth that you have embraced. That's what confession is about. It's not about cliches and bomb, bumper stickers. It's about truth you have embraced. It's about an affirmation of something that you believe. It's not about just, you know, throwing words, careless words and things that without any backing, without any basis in scripture and all of that. So it's about you getting it in. So you want to get that word in and you're declaring that. After some time, your heart begins to accept it. You get to a point where your heart is in perfect agreement with the words of your lips. At that point, the seed has been sown into your heart and it will spring forth and grow, all right, in a way that you do not know. Which means that the seed will begin to come out. The earth of itself will bring forth. The earth will begin to cause that thing to yield and to come forth and to do that. And we'll see this. So the first thing is, you are getting the seed in. Alright? Getting it in. That is your business. After it is in and you are speaking and your heart and mouth is in agreement, you don't have any involvement in terms of manifestation on the outside. You don't try to tamper with anything on the outside in terms of the wills of people to move things in your direction there, all right, it's what you, is the, your heart in itself that will produce in ways you don't understand. Therefore, if you don't understand it, you can now, be, with your own understanding, you want to try to make it happen. And this is why we miss a lot of times, right? We're trying to make it happen. It says you will not understand, which means things will happen that, you know, it's beyond your own understanding, the way and manner in which the things will op- operate. So it's about, first of all, casting a seed into the ground. You by your own self, you want to plant the promise of God inside your human heart. You want to bring yourself to a place where you totally accept, even though it has not materialized and there is no indication on the outside of any improvement or movement in the direction of the promise of God or God's word to you. You want to bring your heart into a place of perfect agreement even though there is no sign on the outside. You are established inside your heart about the fact that this thing is so and it's built on the word of God. Alright, so you don't go into delusions of grandeur. You don't go and start saying things that have no basis in reality because if you start doing that and you start concocting things up, because reality won't fit with what you are saying, it means that everything in your environment will be trying to tell you that this thing, this thing, make an adjustment, but you can start leaving. All right? This is why some people, you know, God of things like confession, because people are just sprouting out things and start living in an unknown world. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Which means that they, were, they weren't just speaking in tongues, they were living in tongues. You know what I'm saying? It was a totally unknown world. Okay? So it's important that it's built on reality. Now, the second thing about confession, the first thing is that you're casting that seed into the ground. The second thing about confession is that. Confession works because it causes faith to come. Remember the Bible says, faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing by the spoken word of God. So it says that 
Confession works, we're saying, because it causes faith to come. Now, what is faith? This part is very interesting. Faith is the substance of the things that you hope for. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.